e-commerce scaling strategies, traffic, conversions, profitability, investments, and exit strategies. The most successful entrepreneurs reveal their secrets to e-commerce growth. Brought to you by Sales Genomics. Okay, guys. Well, uh, hello there. Hopefully you can hear me. It's uh, Andy here from Sales Genomics. Um, we're going to have a conversion rate optimization focused webinar today. And in particular, we're going to look at a couple of stores in the jewelry niche um, as a way to try and identify some key features and functionality that will help conversions with jewelry products. Um, and additionally, to try and you know, identify you know, some of the stronger points in uh, one store versus some weak points in another so that by drawing a comparison, we can try and work out how we can uh, ideally develop our store going forwards. Uh, so I'm going to look at two stores today. I'm going to start with um, a, couple, a, a store. In fact, both stores were discovered um, just through uh, web searches of Shopify stores in this niche. Um, they're not picked for any particular reason other than they, they're quite illustrative of what we want to go through. And so um, I'm going to start with the first one and share my screen so that we can all see. So the, uh, the first website um, that I'm sharing on the screen now, which hopefully is visible, uh, is called um, olouilou.com. Um, this is a, a jewelry website based on Shopify. Um, we, uh, it's a, a EU-based, I think Germany, uh, primarily based company. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, well um, referred to um, Shopify store and blogs and so on, on jewelry stores. Um, as we'll probably see as we go along, however, it's not um, you know as well developed as as it could be, and there are some opportunities for improvement here. So when I first arrive on this site, you know one of the first things I would look for on a jewelry store is, okay, what's the imagery like? You know, jewelry is is really a very visual product to sell, and starting from the top, you know, there's although this uh, model here, for example, is wearing jewelry, it's relatively small. We can't see very much detail. There's not very much to entice us, to interest us. You know, there's nothing particularly unique or interesting. Uh, so it's not as strong as it could be. We have a, a kind of sale banner here, which of course, you know, will attract some people. As we scroll down, we see these individual focus products, which really should be uh, best-selling products. Um, although here it suggests that they're uh, newer products. The images are relatively small and, and it's quite difficult to see the products. One other thing, you know, one thing that's quite useful on a jewelry store, and we'll see this a bit later, is to have more than one view, even in collection pages. You know, people want to be able to look at the detail of the jewelry product itself, but they also want to see it uh, in context. They want to understand the size and how it might be coordinated. So one useful way of doing this in product grids like this, either on the home page or in collections, is to actually have the hover second image. So when you hover over the image here, it would show you a second one which had loaded in the background. And ideally that would be a lifestyle based image for us to be able to see an alternative view. And there's a big block here where um, actually a video would load for this store. Actually, it's uh, I've blocked it from loading because it was uh, using a lot of my browser capacity processing because it's actually downloading a very high kind of file size video rather than, for example, embedding a YouTube video. So that's something to watch out for generally with stores. If you're using video, we want to stream them from somewhere like YouTube or Vimeo. Hosting them locally and loading them in the browser is going to really be very resource intensive and heavy and also bandwidth heavy for end users. And that's not, not something that they're going to thank you for, uh, especially on mobile. 
The imagery is a little bit better as we get a bit further down here, just still on this theme. We've got a bit of a close-up here on the right-hand side of a bracelet. The model shots, again, you don't really see a lot of the uh, jewellery a little bit here on the model's ear, but again, we could benefit from, as we have here, a closer-up shot. You know, it's not really the models we're interested in, it's how the, the product looks, and that's something that's quite important. Uh, finishing off here, we've got a range of uh, shots that are pulled through directly from the Instagram store. This is quite important actually for jewellery. Being so visual and being so associated with lifestyle, Instagram is a great platform for jewellery stores. You know, the, the thing is though that we've got to be able to translate the interest in the visual to, to a purchase. So as we click here, we can see uh, they're doing something quite well, which is they actually have direct links to the products which are featured within the Instagram post. So this is a, a good way, even though not all these products are instantly uh, easily visible. On the right here, we've got another thumbnail shot showing us what they are, and we can go at least to one of them click through and get in theory get taken directly through to the product page let's just test that theory yeah we've skipped the collection pages which i'd like to go back to just to follow this through uh, step by step another important aspect for jewelry stores is reviews you know reviews are critical to build confidence on any store and to build credibility and you know when we're looking at higher value items over a hundred dollars or euros you know we really do want to see some evidence that other people have bought and are happy with the product so generally we'd like to see you know the star rating just under the the uh, the title of the product possibly in brackets the number of reviews if the number of reviews are quite high to emphasize the volume of reviews that they receive so that's something that's missing here what we do see here though is something i mentioned is missing on the home page which is the benefit of a secondary hover image so this is something that they are doing well we get the product shots which in some cases perhaps aren't ideal and they're not close up enough to get a true feel for the product having said that they're not bad but on hover we get a lifestyle shot uh, which really brings out the uh, the use case for the for the jewelry which which is good and, and really important for this for this niche, for this vertical. If we go through now to the product page of a randomly selected product. Okay, I mean, this is just a general observation for any store. Your add to bag button has to look like a button. The lack of a border on the left and right hand side here, the lack of using a standout color makes this add to bag button look a bit like a page divider. It's it's not very, you know, clear, not immediately clear what we were looking to achieve here that you know what we want the uh the visitor to do which is to click through and, and of course add the bag so that we can we can get on that purchase path we have some uh, some interesting and varied uh, lifestyle shots here which are pretty good when we click on the uh, product itself though we do get a zoom but the zoom is not that high and it doesn't actually replace the image underneath so we've got this kind of confusing scenario where we see both the original and the zoomed image overlaid over a transparency and we don't really get to see closely for example, what these links are like, and we've got this distraction. So not really ideal there. Let's have a look at another product page and see if we can see a better example of this. Okay, here, a nice image to start off with of the product. But again, we have this unusual effect where we actually have sort of a, a, almost a, a tunnel here because we have overlays and zooms, actually two zooms over the original product. So there's definitely some fix here that needs to be done. As I'll show you later with a good example, one way to handle this well is to have a full screen image when you click on the thumbnail to allow uh, you know more scrutiny of the details. After all, jewelry is all about you know, the detail. Nice focused um, lifestyle shots where the jewelry is to focus here. So so that's pretty good. And we see it also uh, shown alongside other products in the line that might also be of interest. We have cross sales here, which are pretty important. As I noted from the uh, collections page, 
we're really missing here, you know, a, a review section. We've no, no evidence that anyone's bought this previously. Another important point for jewelry, which is done okay here, you know, we have some of the technical details, which is important. People need to understand exactly what they're buying. You know, there's a lot of costume jewelry out there that looks like gold or silver that might not be. Some people have allergies to certain metals that may be mixed in with lower quality jewelry. So it's important. Generally, this is covered, which is good. What I'd like to see here, as with any other store, is an easy to access uh, shipping policy. If we click shipping here, which is very small and hard to find, you get taken to a separate page. I have to go back in the browser to get back to the product. So that's not ideal. Tab browsing would be a good way to do this or to have even just a couple of uh, separate sentences. These share buttons here, just a general observation. Very few people share products through social media when they're shopping. It's really just a distraction and they could be dropped as well. And so that's, that really covers you know, some observations from, from the product page and what could be done better here. Uh, let's add to bag. While we're waiting for the bag to load, you know, it's uh, it's not the fastest site. Definitely could do with some improvements. The basket is is fine. It's it's pretty simple. It's good that we have a pretty clear message here that there's free shipping with this product. Some people might drop out or have to look elsewhere if they were unsure about you know the potential shipping charges involved. Otherwise, you know, it's good to have some seals and some logos here to to kind of emphasize the security of the uh, shopping basket. This is sort of a bare minimum and, and they're not particularly sharp or, or well presented, but this is a good place to have both credit card logos and also potentially some sort of security seals to, to build some further confidence. There's some cross-sells here for people that are interested. In an ideal world, these cross-sells would be uh, relatively easy to add directly to bag with uh, to the cart without having to go back to the, the product page. So on hover in the cart, ideally I'd like to see a you know an add to cart button. And also, you know, probably quite relevant here if I've been surfing for a while and looking at various products is to have recent products that I've looked at that maybe I wasn't sure about that I'd like to revisit and add to cart. Uh, now I found something else I want to buy. Let's just have another quick look on on the next stage of the funnel which is going now of course through to the checkout checkout consistency is important we are quite limited with uh, shopify unless you're on shopify plus in terms of customization options you can however change the accent colors button colors use the logo just some small points here you know the, the logo is a little blurred clearly it's not been op optimally uploaded in the right dimensions uh, for this purpose uh, sometimes it can help to have a customer service telephone number as part of the logo um, as a sort of workaround to to get more information onto this page so um, you know just to emphasize to people that there are real people behind this business that are available very few people will actually call the number at this stage if they do it's because they're very hot buyers and you probably do want to speak to them but even you know uh, you're showing a number here you're unlikely to have a huge volume of calls but it will help your conversion version in terms of building confidence that you know you're a genuine store and if there are any problems someone's there you know this uh, this page hasn't really been customized to any sort of brand colors this blue i haven't noticed elsewhere anywhere else in the store so it is a bit of a, a disconnect with the rest of the store and, and that could cause some some uh, dropout here um, that combined with a slightly blurry logo doesn't instill you know the top level of confidence to to check out so um, definitely a few things here that, that would need to be changed and are relatively easy to change. There are a couple of things that are missing here that I would like to see, and I'm going to demonstrate them now on a, on a separate a separate site, which I think is doing things uh, a little bit better. This store by charlotte.com.au. Immediately, you know, comparing the homepage, you have a very strong homepage image, very striking. We return to the homepage here. 
a home page takes at least 10 seconds to load, which is a, a real problem. Anything over three seconds is going to cause some people to abandon. So, you know, you can compare immediately that the, the value proposition is quite different. Whereas on the first site here, Oluilu, we can see, you know, that the whole of the page is, is taken up with this banner image. We also, I've cleared it, we had a, a banner at the top encouraging joining the newsletter list we've got the cookie banner at the bottom there wasn't really very much to interact with to encourage interaction when landing first on the site in contrast here you know we have a clear header image but that's actually in more of a letterbox format so we can Im immediately see there are more images to scroll down to and when we scroll to those images we can see that the stars literally here the stars of the uh, of the images are actually the jewelry products themselves not the not the models not not a zoomed out shot but actually really directly showing the beauty of the the products that are on offer they've chosen here not to show pricing they've um, in, in fact most of these are leading through to collections to try and help people direct be directed to their to their areas of interest and you know it feels very much like a gallery because there's no text underneath but it does draw you in because of the uh, the quality of the imagery and you can clearly see when you hover um, what you'd be able to go through to there's some then a, a collection of new arrivals here again we have this hover effect on the home page not just on the collection page and what whilst we don't have the re desired uh, review stars here which would be nice to see we do have a heart and the heart here is indicative of a reviews app sorry not a reviews app indicative here of a wishlist app and a wishlist app is something that's pretty useful for a jewelry store the main reason for that is you know they tend to be higher value items. Some people buy for themselves, but other people might might ask other people to buy for them. They want to be able to store something to remember later. They might not want to just add it to cart. They want to have another way of of um, of finding what they've looked at. And wishlist is a very easy way to do that. And it gives us the added advantage as well of generally a wishlist apps allow us to collect an email address and for people to be able to store their wishlist items, which then gives us the possibility of sending them reminders so that when that special occasion comes or once they're saved or when payday comes, uh, once they've saved up, I should say, or payday comes, uh, they can then uh, make that purchase that they've been interested in. So just clicking this directly here from a product grid is already we can see here the one indicator meant that in the wishlist app, we've already um, added an item. I haven't tested this before. Now I'll just see what page this loads. This should be. Yeah. So you would need to log in to save wishlist to an account, which means, you know, they would need to provide an email address and then we have a chance to, to market to them. And of course, then when they repeat visit, we have, um, you know, great possibility to uh, to remind them of what they liked before. So that's kind of critical and, and missing on the other side and, and something we definitely like to see in this vertical. Another thing that I didn't mention when we were right at the top of the screen that works well here is the very top bar of this page, generally for any store, but especially for higher value stores, showing a customer service number in, in a header for a larger, more established company. So it's good that even at this early stage, they have it. I mean, I criticized the the other store, the first store we looked at for not having it in the checkout or saw that at least as an opportunity here by Charlotte has it even on the homepage and throughout. Free shipping is clear. This is uh, standard. Uh, it's very important for people to understand how much they have to spend to get to a free shipping threshold. So it's good that that's clear at the outset and, and quite clearly visible. Afterpay, if you're not familiar, is uh, a, um, a third party service where people can check out and split the payments for their product 
over a series of installments. Uh, typically, that's three or four installments over a series of months. Uh, very often, it's interest-free. And the advantage is that for more expensive items, that allows you to allows the, the customer to spread the cost. Um, and it really opens up uh, the, the opportunity for more customer higher value items item you don't bridge by 15 to 20 percent in some of the best cases um, because it opens up uh, you know affordability um, I'm sharing my screen again now hopefully you can see so we were talking about afterpay as an installments method uh, very valuable for higher value items in terms of helping to boost conversions um, and also Shopify are bringing their own version out in the near future according to the latest news out from the Shopify Reunite conference. Um, so that's something to watch out for. Um, but in the meantime, Afterpay or Clearpay, as it's known in the UK, for example, um, is a good option. And there are other others out there uh, as well. Uh, Klarna is uh, one of the other examples. So it's good to see that here. And I think also something that's pretty important for uh, for this type of uh, product niche. What I also like about this homepage is that there's a bit of a story. You know, if you're buying jewelry, there's a certain romance to it. You kind of want to know something about the brand who you're buying from. So featuring the story on, on the homepage can be a good way to draw people in, to, to know and like your, your brand a little bit more. And what's quite interesting here is uh, we have an image where there are multiple products shown, but with the benefit of uh, a hover to actually bring up the specific products that are being shown. So typically jewelry stores understandably want to show more than one item on a model at a time. And we saw that with the first store we looked at, they had a way of dealing with that with the Instagram app where there's a list and a thumbnail. This is a little bit more direct where you can effectively point at the item with their number to see which item we want. And then as we click on that, it should take us through to the product page. Just while we're here, we'll observe that Afterpay is also promoted. So, you know, four interest repayments of just under 55 Aussie dollars. The Add to Cart button clearly stands out from the rest of the uh, this cart area, adding to cart area. There's the Add to Wishlist uh, important aspect here that we talked about before. But there's also something else which is also quite useful for jewelry companies. And uh, that's uh, Drop a Hint. This is where you're effectively telling somebody that is going to buy a present for you. Perhaps it's your birthday. Perhaps there's some special occasion coming up that you like something. So it's really a way to uh, email somebody the products that you like that will then be able to direct them back to purchase on, on your behalf as a gift. You know, it, it may not be the, uh, the, the most generous spirited way of, of, uh, of gifting by, by asking for a specific item, but it does tend to work. And, uh, you know, especially some gift buyers who are a bit clueless, uh, that would probably include myself, often appreciate a nudge in the right direction when it comes to buying gifts. So this is another feature that I think is worth having in, in, uh, in most jewelry stores. We've got a little bit more of a, a longer description on this site versus the other one. There's a bit more of a story here related to the product, which is important to draw people in, to have an interest and to understand some meaning associated with it. Once we associate meaning, you know, that's a stronger will to, to, to own it. So that's, uh, that's important to have a bit of a story. And there's, uh, you know, some good detail here, a little bit more detail about, um, you know, the materials and so on. We also have collapsible sections so that we can see shipping and returns without having to navigate to other pages. So we can still very easily reassure ourselves about the shipping policy without then having to go back in the browser as we saw in the first site. There's also an expandable section here, which gives some more measurement information, which can be quite useful for people to understand how it will uh, will fit 
with them and with the outfit they plan to wear it. We have the, the usual cross styles here and they look good. Again, uh, you know, there's an absence here of, of reviews, you know, using a reviews app where the uh, post-purchase a review is sent, a re review email is sent out requesting. A review is often, you know, very useful. You can incentivize that potentially with a discount, a future discount, maybe a fixed, you know, value, uh, $10 off your next purchase or a relatively low cost gift that you could send them in the post. Or you could just ask for them to, to you know, shoot a shot of themselves and to share it. With more visual items like jewelry, uh, some people are keen to share and you may not need to incentivize. But by building up, you know, a group of reviews with photos from visitors, you build a lot of credibility in your brand and, and in, you know, your, in your products because, you know, you have real people showing the real product that they've received and saying positive things about it. So um, that's also something that's, uh, that's pretty valuable. We're just going to follow through to the end of the purchase flow here. What we see here is rather than directing the customer through to the cart, on adding, adding to cart, on clicking the add to cart button, we have this pop-up. So the other site took us straight to the cart to make the purchase. Sometimes that can work out pretty well, especially for stores where you don't tend to buy multiple items. But for something like a jewelry store, you might be looking to buy coordinated items or items to stack together. There's a bit of a, a trend in stacking earrings, having different multiple necklaces or bracelets together. Generally for jewelry stores, this kind of goes a bit against the general grain of, of recommendation of directing people through to cart as soon as they click add to cart button to force them along the the purchase journey to make them want to make that purchase what we would rather recommend with with jewelry stores is to not take them directly to the cart because you might preclude them adding additional items to cart it, it's much more likely with something like a jewelry store although depends on on the value very high value jewelry of course people are less likely to buy additional items in, in one purchase here we have the option of going to the cart but also we could continue shopping it's very clear we have that option laid out for us so that's the way that it's being dealt with cart here is attractive we see some key featured items looking very attractive we have an upsell for gift wrapping which is another essential for a jewelry store which we didn't see on the other site you know i think that's good it's also got these images here these very simple images but it makes it very quick and easy to decide which you want without having to delay the purchase decision and to continue. We're going to check out here at one quick point. I would probably demote the importance of update cart, possibly just change it to uh, an underlined link rather than having it as a button, the same color as checkout. When I look at these buttons, the shop pay button stands out above everything else and Shopify is really pushing this. But we might want people to, for example, use Afterpay or want to check out directly with us rather than necessarily use these other options. So we could consider hiding these options in the cart. Uh, that's something that many stores do and it's relatively simple with a little bit of liquid code in the cart template and the underlying code of the store to do that and then make sure that the checkout button is front and forward even if we hide these buttons here they're still going to be available in the checkout but it means that people get into the checkout flow and also generally potentially if they abandon the checkout already leave their email address whereas if we already redirect them to a third-party payment page uh, we potentially lose that customer without capturing contact details uh, because they're on a third party portal when they when they leave so we're going to do what we would hope the client might do here which would be to check out through the checkout button which should really be more prominent okay so a few observations here this may be a shopify plus store or this may be a store 
which has been around for a very long time because there are clearly optimizations here that wouldn't typically be available. Looking at the URL, it does look like the Shopify checkout rather than the third party one. But we have this progress indicator here. We have exactly the same logo in a nice sharp font as we had on the main site. We have branded colors that follows to be from the main page. There's no disconnect here. Um, but we also have these key unique selling propositions, these new, these very clear points of, of why the person should complete the purchase. Most of us don't have the option with, with plain Shopify, with, with non plus Shopify to do this. But if you do have the option to Shopify plus, or if you had shop, um, checkout customizations more than 18 months ago, you may still have access to do that. There are, are, are kind of hacks to do that if, if you previously had access and previously had made changes. But for most of us, that won't be relevant. We won't have this option. But what they are doing well here quite clearly is, you know, sharp, clear logo, on-brand colors, no real disconnect. And then of course, they've supplemented this where they can with some customizations. They also are promoting here a, a mission, a charity that they're supporting, which again is a nice uh, a nice thing to, to encourage people to, to finalize their checkout. I think that really covers the main points around jewelry stores that we wanted to raise. I hope that's been useful. We'll post a couple of suggestions for wishlist apps and uh, shoppable Instagram apps. There's a couple of examples, perhaps also uh, some review apps, uh, which also are essential and missing on both of these sites so that you can you know, make your own decisions on, on uh, filling any gaps you might have if, if you're running a jewelry store or a similar store in a, in a higher value niche with, with uh, high value perception like jewelry. I hope that's been useful. Feel free to ask any questions directly in the, in the group we have, the e-commerce scaling group so that everyone can benefit from Q&A. And uh, thanks a lot for your time and attention today. And uh, yeah, let us know if we, uh, we can help you. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot for staying till the very end. This was e-commerce scaling strategies by Sales Genomics brought to you by Matt from Sales Genomics. If you're interested in more tips and strategies on how to scale your e-commerce business, visit our Facebook group called e-commerce scaling strategies by Sales Genomics or follow us on social media.